There was a very, very popular, extremely successful motion picture, ma'am, and it was in 1970. It was written by a guy named Eric Siegel, and there was also a book by the same name. And what was, oh, the male lead in it was Ryan O'Neill. The female lead was a long-haired brunette. Her name was Allie McGraw. And they had a little theme. What was it? Where do I begin to tell the story of da-da-da-da-da-da, a sweet da-da-da that is older than the sea? Where do I start? Does that ring a bell? Do you happen to know what that movie may be? Uh, that would be Love Story. That is exactly right. And I don't know if I have a love story on my hands right now, Miss Lori, or do I have a story about solving a problem that you had, or do I have a little bit of both? What do you think? Oh, you definitely have a little bit of both. You're listening to Rick Flynn. With a shout out from London Town, it's Rick Flynn presents. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your MC for the affair, Rick Flynn. All right. Do I need to give you a T as I start for Texas, or would you prefer a T for Tennessee? Oh, it's absolutely a T for Tennessee. <laughs> you have that little <laughs> Southern Tennessee twang to your voice. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but you're not from Nashville. You're from Knoxville. That's right. Yep. I was born and raised in Knoxville. Proud graduate of the University of Tennessee. The real UT. Right. Yes. Well, that's popular school. Very popular school. Now, you graduated college, and somewhere after that, I have only to assume, Lori, that you decided on your own to leave the city of Knoxville. True? Well, I uh, I was engaged to a, a fellow that grew up in Nashville, and uh, he took a job back in Nashville, so I moved to Nashville with him. Oh, okay. That And that's yeah. how you got there. That's how I got to Nashville, yeah. And when you got to Nashville, you actually liked it, right? I did. I did. I love Nashville. And what's good about Nashville other than the fact that it's Music City, USA? Oh, there's so many wonderful things about Nashville. Uh, the people, for one, everyone's, uh, everyone's just friendly. It's a good place to be, full of smiling faces. Um, the music is wonderful. And I love to dance, so uh, there was always always a place to dance with uh, good music, and uh, just the area is beautiful. Right. Now, when you were in Knoxville growing up, were you a dancer then, too? I was not. Nope. When did all that start, the dancing? Uh, it started in Nashville after uh, after my divorce. I uh, was just looking for something fun to do. I was in the process of buying a condo, and I was at the realtor's office. And I heard a girl talking about going to a swing dance event. And that uh, that caught my attention. And I just uh, popped up and said, hey, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but uh, can you tell me more about that? And she did. So I went uh, went to the lesson and 
loved it and I met a lot of great people and a lot of great dancers and I had a, a large network of good friends that I could go out and dance with down there. And you called that a swing dance? What is that? Is that the jitterbug or explain that to me? It's real similar to the jitterbug. It's not actually the jitterbug, but it's similar. It's a, a, a three-step East Coast swing. One, two, rock step. One, two, rock step. Now, is that for couples only? Can two women do it? Or is it a line dance? Or explain it a little more. Well, it's it's a it's a partner dance. So you, you have to have a partner. Someone leads and someone follows. Um, usually it's a, a guy and a girl. But uh, two girls could do it for sure. Um, but it, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Right. You know, I don't know if, if you're old enough to remember what the, uh, they had the roller rinks. Did you ever go uh-huh. to the roller rink? Oh yeah. I mean oh, the yeah. kind, the kind that had the live organ player, the organist. Well, no, that was a little before my time at the roller rink. Yeah. They actually they had, just had the DJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I, when I was growing up, they actually had an organ player. They had a big furniture style organ and he would kick the bass pedals on the floor with his left foot and, and play all these tunes and say, what would he say? The next dance, everyone is for couples only a couple is two ladies, a man and a lady or two ladies. And God forbid you'd get out on that roller rink floor as two dudes and they'd throw you out of there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, this was years ago, Lori. Years ago. So, at any rate. Oh, I'll tell you, there there are often times when the, you know, as as in a lot of uh, dance situations, it seems there are more, more girls looking for partners than there are guys to dance with. So, I've, I've more than once grabbed one of my... Uh, lady dance friends and we just cut a rug <laughs> right <laughs> yes you're doing what leonard skinner said you were cutting a rug down at a place called the jug <laughs> there you go that's all right <laughs> now how is the dancing scene in nashville we all know that's a recording town we all know that that's where the country music stars go how is the actual dance scene for the citizens that live there well you know it's i think it's probably the same in any city there's there are people that love dancing and they uh they usually find a way to migrate to each other word of mouth travels and you you just start uh, going where you you hear the dancers are going to be so they follow the follow the music around usually in nashville uh it'd be when the rockabilly bands or the um, old school country bands were playing and there was always some good swing dance music yeah so there's not a lot of um formal dance events in nashville not that i found but you just spread word of mouth hey we're all gonna go listen to this band and do some dancing and, uh, right formal a tuxedo an evening gown a big band where they're all in tuxedos none right. of that they'll save that i i take it for a wedding or something right yeah yeah or there you know the, the, you see that more on the dance competitions that they they have the ballroom dancing all right things but so you leave Knoxville, Tennessee, and by this uh-huh. time you're grown, you're an adult now, and yep. you're when you left, you were married at the time, or did you get married in Nashville? Or uh, explain nope, that I, to I me. I was married. We got we got married and moved right after right after our honeymoon. We moved to Nashville. 
All right, very well. And I'm not going to get into the relationship. That's not why we're here. But let me just say that very similar to over 60% of well over half of the United States of America, you ended up getting a divorce on that first marriage. Was it difficult for you to support yourself? Did you go out and work or had you always worked? Or Explain that to me if you would. No, well, I've, I've always worked. I got my first job when I was 16 as a cashier at a grocery store uh, back in the days when you actually punched the buttons on the cash register. Oh, I remember the, the NCR yeah. cash registers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So did they but, go uh, ring-a-ling-a-ling-ding when they opened? <laughs> they did. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I had graduated from UT uh, by the time I moved to Nashville, and uh, I got a degree in psychology. So I was, um, I was working at a psych hospital. My plan when I first got out of school was to get my PhD and be a psychologist. But I wanted to work a little bit and make sure that's what I wanted to do. And while I was in Knoxville, I worked at an adolescent long-term treatment center. Really loved it. I saw that I was real involved with kids' treatment, got to see their progress. So I moved into Nashville with that still being my plan to go to graduate school. But when I got to Nashville, I went to work for um, another psychiatric hospital there in Nashville. And uh, I worked doing intake assessments. And then I would talk to the insurance companies to get people pre-certed back in the day when uh, HMOs were really coming into power in the insurance and healthcare industry. And I saw the business end of it and decided that was not how I wanted to make my living. So I actually stumbled into photography through the psych hospital in a roundabout way. I uh, was taking some classes and really enjoyed them. And one day I was working on a portfolio project for my photography class. And the girl that worked in the business office at the psych hospital came in and she said, oh, you know what? My brother's a photographer. She saw what I was working on. And uh, turned out her brother was one of the top commercial photographers in Nashville. So I went to meet him and told him I'd like to help out on a shoot sometime. And he very nicely told me no, that he only used people that knew what they were doing, basically. <laughs> and uh, Right, right. So um, I think it was about six months later, he uh, needed a third assistant on a photo shoot and uh, called her to get my number, and I got my chance to prove myself. So I got my foot in the door. So I worked as a, a commercial photo assistant and a production assistant in Nashville for about 20 years. So I was, uh, I was a freelancer, self-employed. And uh, it was a good, it was a good run. I really enjoyed, enjoyed that time. You loved it. So I did. I loved it. Now, but, uh, were there show business the clients, got, any show um, business clients that you photographed? Well, most of the, I worked on just about all the, the uh, country music album package covers that were happening back in the, uh, late nineties and two thousands. Um, I worked with a lot of different national photographers, and then I also worked with photographers that came in from New York and L.A. to shoot the album packages. So, yeah, I, uh, I got to meet, uh, gosh, everybody from uh, George Jones. I got to work on a Trisha Yearwood shoot. I worked on a Garth Brooks shoot, Faith and Tim, um, Kenny Chesney. So all the 90s and 2000 um, country stars, I got to I got to be behind the scenes and get a peek at that world. You were so up close and personal. I was, I was. And you loved every second of I it. I loved every second of it, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, so, oh, my. So and when I was shooting, when I was shooting as a photographer, I was uh, generally shooting the, the newcomers, 
the up and coming people that need their headshots to get started in the music business. But uh, on the big names, I was a, a photo assistant and a production assistant, and it was a lot of fun. And you worked with Garth and Trisha mm-hmm. and I Tim did. and Faith. I did, yep. Oh, girl, can you get yeah. much bigger than that other than, <laughs> hello, my name is Johnny Cash? Uh, he's one I missed out on. I did not get to work on any uh, of his photo shoots, but right. I well, would have loved to have met him. I did meet him when I told you, I think I told you recently that he was my neighbor. Uh, for you a did, gr- yeah. Yes, for yeah. a grand total of two days. And <laughs> rather than get into that story, what I would like the people listening and you as well, Lori, on your own time. There is a gal that spent years of her life on television with QVC Shopping Network there. She was on HSN Home Shopping Network. She was on JTV. And her name is Michelle Lau, L-A-U. And Uh Michelle is spelled with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Michelle Lau. If you look that up, on my soon-to-be 60 broadcasts that we've done here on this series. You're going to hear me tell from start to finish on there my Johnny Cash story. And, uh, Lori, you're going to absolutely love it. And it's a totally true, completely true story. So (laughs) I just I want you to do that on your own time. I will listen. I will. Oh, and you know what? Grab uh, your better half. I think he would like it, too. All righty, I'll do that. All righty, so you're now in Nashville. You're now divorced. You have now made a good name for yourself as a photographic assistant. You're working with the top names in the industry, and I don't know, Lori, honestly, how you're going to get much better of clientele than Garth, Tricia, Tim, and Faith. You must have been sort of like on cloud nine. Would that oh, be fair? Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was. I uh, I used to always say I, uh, I hadn't worked in uh, 20 years because I had spent the last 20 getting paid to hang out with my friends and meet really interesting people and uh, be a part of uh, making art. So I was blessed. I had a had a job that was not work for 20 years. It was great. It's a fair statement to say that even though they paid you money, you loved it so much. It it was it was just something you never dreamed you'd get involved with to the level that you did. Exactly. Yeah. I was very blessed. Very blessed. There you go. There you go. Okay. So now you're there in Nashville. You're doing very well in your career as this photographic assistant. You're a divorced gal now, and you mm-hmm. have your girlfriends. I'm assuming you and the girls went out all the time to dance and to party and have a drink or have a dinner or whatever it is. And you had a social life, and you were a networker. You met a lot of people, not just through your photography career. You were a networker. You like people in general. Would that be fair? That is, that is, that's true. Yes. So therefore it's, it's a fair statement. If I called Lori a type A personality, type A, you get out there. You're, you're a mover and shaker. You shake the hands like a politician, kiss the babies and you meet people. There are no strangers in your life. There are friends that you haven't met. That's right. Yep. Okay. So now something happened on one day 
in Nashville where you must have not been at work. You were out in the evening time. Well, I and was actually Lead work. me on. If somebody caught your eye, lead somebody me down the me. yellow brick road on how that <laughs> happened. Well, I... Uh... Working in uh, in photography uh, can be kind of solitary sometimes because when you're editing pictures, you're just on your computer at home. And um, with freelancing, I had uh, a pretty relaxed schedule. So um, a friend of mine was uh, working at a bar in Nashville called uh, the Nashville Palace. Uh, the, uh, the gentleman that owns Robert's Western World, Jesse Lee Jones, had... Uh, taken over the Nashville Palace, and uh, one of my girlfriends was sort of his right-hand man in getting it going, and she uh, called and wanted to know if I wanted to bartend a few nights a week, and I thought, well, yeah, that'd be a fun thing to do, meet people and get out, hear good music, and so I uh, I was bartending at the Nashville Palace on a Sunday afternoon, actually, and a tall, dark, handsome guy walked in and sat down at the bar, and uh, I had an immediate crush on him. Uh, we Right uh, away. Instantly. Right away. Yep. Yep. And we were having a nice conversation. And then he mentions that he is there to watch his girlfriend play in the band. She's the fiddle player. Oh, so I was crushed. oh you loved hearing that, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, it was terrible. He was dating so. a professional fiddle player in a band. Was the band good? Uh, well, yeah, they were very good. They was, it was one of the one of the bands that played there uh, on Broadway and at the Palace. So, uh, yeah, they were very good. And, uh, now, is but, the Nashville Palace a major venue in Nashville or no? Is it just local um, local spot? It's an iconic spot. It's, it's got it's history. A little more locus. It's got a lot of history. It's over uh, in Music Valley, over near um, Opryland. It's where uh, Randy Travis was a dishwasher before he was discovered on the stage there. Oh, my. So it's a it's a it's very got iconic the Nashville place. Mm-hmm. Sure does. But uh, so he was there to see his girlfriend's yeah. band when she was playing the fiddle, and your heart, mm-hmm. as far as you're concerned, was yeah, broken. Was like, oh. How did you handle it? Did well, you say, well, "Okay, gonna... look, I'm not going to bother you. You have a great time," and then <laughs> later on, something must have happened to where he came back, and, well, and that's what I'm leading up to. Road. About three years down the road, uh, I would just see him around town occasionally because you know, in, in Nashville, you cross paths with the different bands and the different people quite a bit that are in the in the music world there on Broadway and uh, so he was always very cordial very friendly would say hi uh, so three years down the road um, they had broken up and uh, I was actually working as a production assistant for a Beatles show over in uh, London for three months and he Facebook messaged me uh, saying that he needed to get some photos done was I would I you know, was I available to do a photo shoot for him and I told him well I'm out of the country right now but if you're not in a rush i'll be happy to do it when i get back so uh, i got back and we uh had lunch to discuss what kind of photos he wanted done and uh, we've been together ever since (laughs) i'll be darned now the (laughs) strange thing about this now and correct me if i'm wrong i don't want to disseminate false information this young man who you were so enthralled with he was not a resident, and he did not live in Nashville or the state of Tennessee, right? That's right. That's right. He had gone through a divorce and was just going down to Nashville for some fun on the weekends, and that's how he met the the fiddle player. 
and so then he would, uh, it would, they had a long distance relationship or he would, you know, spend a good bit of time in Nashville and go back and forth between uh, Cincinnati area. He was from uh, Ohio. And uh, yeah, so he would just go down there for recreation. Yeah. Including after he broke up with his fiddle playing ex gal, mm-hmm. he would still continue to go down there. I'm assuming he just loved the music. The yeah, music. He loves music. Yep. What is he what you would call a people person too? Oh, he's most definitely a people person. So you and he, he is you share that. never met a stranger. Yeah, yeah, he has no friends. Yeah, he has no um, no strangers. He just has friends he hasn't met. Exactly. All right. So yeah. he text he texted you and said, "I need some photographs. Can you help me out?" And you mm-hmm. were out of the country working on like some type of Broadway type situation on a uh-huh. Beatles show. Yep. And did they have the fake Beatles like the band, the, the John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and and they were playing the Beatles music? Or, or they you know. they did, but it was really it was an, it was an amazing concept. It was uh, basically uh, the set was a reproduction of uh, the Abbey Road studio where the Beatles recorded all their music. And it was showing kind of the behind the scenes of how the music was made. So it was, uh, which was really interesting for me coming from the Nashville background because I had uh, lots of photo shoots what would happen in the uh, recording studio. So I'd had a chance to see how the music's made. And uh, so it was fun to be a part of a show that was showing the rest of the world that doesn't get to see that normally how the music's made so so therefore you're out of the country now you're in europe you're touring Mm -hmm. with the beatles broadway type show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're still right there in the heart of it learning how the records are made you're seeing i take it that that show had a sound man and lights and all this just like they all do and you Mm -hmm. were down there ma'am in the thick of it would that be true that would be true yeah and how about in Nashville when you were there? Did you ever wind up uh, in your photography days in Nashville? Did you ever wind up literally in the studio itself where oh, the records yeah. are made? Many times, many times. I got because to that's where they wanted the, the pictures. Mm-hmm. They wanted the pictures taken in the studio. Yeah. All right. So you came back from Europe, and then what happened? Um, well, we, we had lunch to discuss the... Uh, the photo shoot he wanted to do, and uh, and we've been together ever since. So uh, it was just an it's one of those things thing. where you just know, yeah, it, it was. Uh, Is it I fair? Had, it's I had not... heard I had heard people say when you meet the right one, you just know, and I never really believed that until uh, until I lived it. But it's true. Do you believe that there's such a thing as love at first sight? I think there is. Uh, do you think that with this gentleman, you achieved that? Well, or did I, it take a while? A, no, there was definitely a spark for me at first sight. Um, but then it, it took a while for it all to come around because the timing wasn't right. right. It wasn't meant to be first at first. Time. It was not meant to be at that time, no. Okay. When now, how did it turn out in Music City, USA with a guy 
who does not even live there. He lives in Ohio, a totally different state. He comes down there for recreational purposes, to hear the music, to socialize with people, to be in the thick of it in in Music City, USA. You're there. He loves being around you. And eventually something happened. And he must have said to you what Beyonce, I think, said. uh, What was it? Put a ring on it. (laughs) (laughs) Did he, Beyonce, you... He did. Did he put a ring on it? He put a ring on it. He sure did. All righty. And then what were you then back on cloud nine again? Oh, absolutely. And did you show all your girlfriends? Oh, you know it. I'm sure. I have no doubt. So here's the problem. He put a ring on it like Beyonce advised him to do. You had the ring on. You're now engaged. But he has not only a home in greater Cincinnati, Ohio, where he lives, but if you're going to be with him, that would be the end of you living full time in Nashville. Fair? Well, that's fair, but it, it kind of it, it sort of happened in reverse. <laughs> oh, explain that. We, we had our first date on June 11th, and um, and then he owns he owns a construction company up here in Ohio. So you know he had to come back for work, and of course I was working in Nashville, but he would come visit Nashville some. I would come up here to Cincinnati some, um, and it just got to be where the the visits got longer and longer. And uh, I don't know that we really ever talked about me moving up here, but just. At some point, I came up for a visit and didn't go back. <laughs> now, that this was, uh, was after you were in married. October or November. No, this was this was when we were we were dating. I moved up here. Um, we'd been going out for about five or six months when I moved up here. Okay, yeah. and then how long thereafter was it that you got married? Um, Roughly, it, we I can tell you exactly. We got married exactly one month to the day before our three year dating anniversary. I'll so we've be been darned. together two years and eleven months when we got married. And now you are with this expert construction company owner. And by George, he knows his business, does he not? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's very good. We ain't talking a little slouch that builds dog houses for for the back of the 7-Eleven store, are we? Well, no. Although, you know, if you need a good dog house, that's a a good business to be in. He can do it. uh, He can do do whatever. He specializes in commercial, right? He does, yes. Okay, he knows his business. So now you're a resident of Greater Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And now that you live here with your brand new husband, who you're totally enthralled with, I can only imagine that your husband said, honey, I'm deli- I love you. I know you're up here in Ohio. It's a strange place. I know we had tons of good times in Nashville and we're going to go back. So don't worry about that. But how do you like Ohio? I'm going to guess that's what he probably said. And then you had an answer for him. Am I right? Uh, well, you are. I mean, I love, I love Ohio. It's a great place. Um, it feels like home, but you know, they say, um, home is where the heart is. And, uh, and I think, I think that's true. You know, he's, he's here and, and this feels like home. Right. Now there Nashville's was one great. problem. There was a problem with the state 
of Ohio, specifically greater Cincinnati. Did he ask you specifically, how do you like living here? Is there something that that is not right? Is there something that needs changed? Is, well, what do you he, think um, of the area? What did he say to you? <laughs> well, he knew he knew that I love dancing. Um, that's a that was a big part of of who I am, and uh, he uh, he'd been working hard to learn how to dance with me and so we would dance whenever we were in nashville and uh sometimes up here we would dance in the living room uh or or wherever uh wherever i heard a little music i liked but hadn't hadn't really found a a good place to dance up here hadn't found a good dance community to be a part of um and so uh, we were uh, on a on a cold winter night. I had the fire going, having a glass of wine. And I was talking about wishing I could find a, a place to go dancing. You brought that up to him. You said, honey, I love you. I'm delighted to be with you. But there ain't no place to dance up here. <laughs> Is that fair? Not that I had found. That's fair, yeah. Oh, and then I wasn't there. But what did he respond? <laughs> did he say, let me think about it? It and I'll have an answer. Did he instantly have an answer? What went on after said, you complained about to, it? He said, I just might have to build you a place. He said that right away. He did. Did the young man keep his word? He absolutely did. Oh, <laughs> he built me an amazing place. Tell everybody what that child of God, who is your man of the your dreams, did for you, because it is phenomenal. Go ahead. He, uh, he built me a honky-tonk right here in Westchester, Ohio. And by that, there's a connotation to it and, and that the place is going to hold 100 people. It'll hold 50 people. <laughs> please well, yeah, he, correct he, the he, citizens um, on that, please. Well, he does, he, he, uh, he does everything big. <laughs> big wow. and uh, amazing. So um, he, he built us a... Um, it's a, a restaurant, bar, boutique music venue that will hold uh, about 2,200, 2,500 people. So we have... Uh, That's 2,500 people. Yep, yep. It's, it's The place, place is gigantic. It's, it's easily, without question, the, the largest venue of that type in greater Cincinnati. Would that be correct? Most definitely, yep. It sure is. Two thousand five hundred people, twenty five thousand square feet, and soon to have a five thousand square feet outdoor patio, which you're still working on, right? That's right. Yep that should that should be coming along next spring. And how did you know what to call the place? Well, that was his idea. That was totally his idea. He uh, he wanted to call it Lori's Roadhouse, and he would. Uh, wouldn't entertain any other options for the name. <laughs> <laughs> he named so, it after you. He did. And it's called Lori's Roadhouse. Yes. And yes, it, it holds 2,500 people. Everything mm -hmm. in that club, everything is brand new, right? It's, it's well, well, you can't, that, that's not true. Uh, there's some 130 year old barnwood in there that oh, okay. really enhances it. But, <laughs> but yeah, it is. When it's he beautiful. started with the real estate, it was, it, it was 
unoccupied, right? There was no um, uh, boards or construction in there. Everything was, he built, yeah, he was, brought uh, in. It was part of a, it was a, it was an antique mall. Oh, is that uh, what that building, was? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The building we're in was originally a big grocery store. And uh, I'm not sure when that went out of business or, or moved from that location, but uh, long before my time. And it had become an antique mall, the whole building. And we took a third of the antique mall building and turned it into the roadhouse. Right. 25,000 square feet with an upcoming 5,000 square feet outdoor patio. That'll be for the smokers, I assume. Uh, well, or for everybody, partly, but for everybody, yes, you know, when, when the weather's nice, everybody likes to get outside. We'll have a, a garage door that we can raise up. So you'll still be able to hear the music. If you're out on the patio, um, we'll probably have some speakers out there also, but we're going to have a couple of fire pits. So it's going to be a, a real nice spot to sit and enjoy the music and enjoy a cocktail. Wow. And he said, I'm going to name it after you. And it's Lori's Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. And if anybody wants to see the photographs of this place, you have them on your Facebook page, I believe. Uh, Correct? They are correct. Yep. What is the Facebook page for Lori's Roadhouse? It's um, LRH Live is, is a search you can do to pull that up. I think it'll come up if you search Lori's Roadhouse also. Okay, but, um, right. I don't have the specific address for it. Right. I, I've got your website here in front of me. It says yeah, L- LRHlive.com. LRHlive.com is the website. LRH Lori's Roadhouse. That's what that means. That's what that means. LRH Live. L I V E.com. For the live music. Right. And there's no other clubs in the country called Lori's Roadhouse. So if you just put in there Lori's Roadhouse, they're going to come right to you, right? I think so, yeah. Right. And it is a phenomenal place. And you are going to, according to what all the reporters are publishing, and I've read many decent articles on the place, you want that club of yours to actually be a mirror of what you experienced in Nashville with the Nashville Entertainment, true? Uh, in a sense, yeah. We want, we want to, we love that Nashville vibe, and we wanted to bring it up here for people to enjoy without having to travel all the way to Nashville. But it's, uh, it's also a step beyond that um, because we have a, a whole concert venue in there that can give you uh, the exciting concert feel uh, we'll be bringing national acts through so it's uh it's it's a, a myriad of different things absolutely now you have more than one stage in the place too we do we have two stages uh small stage that we're calling the nashville stage and then we have a, a much larger stage at the the back with standing room area in front of it so and uh, we have an amazing sound and lighting package uh, we had the room um, had sound engineers come in and uh, they've got our room set up so that it's a, a really nice listening room right when a club is that big like the one that he named after you Lori's Roadhouse when you have that type of square footage if you're up in front near the stage naturally you're going to hear the band and the concert no doubt about that but as you come back all those feet 
and hundreds and hundreds of feet, the sound gets to be on a delay. And you were telling me you actually corrected that delay. Right. Our room has a, I think it's a, a one, 1.2 second delay, which is uh, apparently pretty great. I, I don't know a lot about the technicalities of, uh, of how they do. They do that with a digital delay. They dial it in. So if it's a one point something second delay, they make sure that where that 1.2 seconds is off back in the back, they're going to make up for it by dialing it in digitally so that the people in the back are hearing what's going on on the stage at the same time that it happens, not Mm -hmm. later, not a half hour later. Right, exactly. We're recording this program on a Tuesday. Uh, the 19th. The press opening where I'm going to be will be in two days on Thursday, Mm -hmm. the 21st, and that'll be for the press. And then the next day, which is Friday, October 22nd, 21, that will be your grand opening. Now, are you like on pins and needles or or how do you feel about it? Oh, we're just, we're just very excited. We know it's a it's an amazing place, and we're just excited to share it with everybody. So. And the politicians are coming in. Uh, the the people who run the city, they're looking <laughs> at it. I heard, I I heard through the grapevine, one of them even is going to have his political because he's running for office. They're going to have a little uh, uh, a party there on his behalf. It's already, already being booked that. up. That oh, you've done Sunday it. Night. That was the very first event. Yeah. I see. So, I see. Yeah. And everybody's excited about it. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. Now I have to. I have to say because um, you know Greg. Greg built the place. Um, that's your husband. It's uh, that's my husband. Yep. But it uh, it's been a collaborative effort. Uh, we have another partner, Tyler Wogenstall, who uh, is our operations president. So it's a uh, it's a case of just all the right pieces coming together, you know, when God puts things together just perfectly. So Greg was wanting to build this honky tonk, but he and I have never been in the bar business. So the fact that I was a bartender for a little while, um, know nothing about running a bar music venue. And, uh, turns out that, uh, a guy that, uh, runs Greg's, uh, excavation department uh, at his construction company has a son that had been doing just that. He spent the last 15 years um, running various restaurants and bars, music venues, music festivals, uh, was a uh, vice president at uh, one of the top hospitality companies that owned multiple uh, restaurants. And so uh, he and Greg started talking and got together, and uh, Tyler has uh, put all the pieces together to take this beautiful place that Greg built and turn it into an amazing venue. If so. anybody wants to see this amazing venue, go to lrhlive.com. Check it out. Go to Facebook under Lori's Roadhouse. Check out the pictures. And by the way, those pictures that I saw, the club's not even done in those photos or have you added other ones uh what's We've the added status some other ones we uh, we added a few um on uh late saturday night after we got everything polished up and ready for the um the political rally on sunday night so there's some there's some new ones out there that uh show it 
pretty well polished. Still got a few things to do. Decorations. Got more pictures to hang. Um, more neons that were waiting to come in. So it's still a little bit of a work in progress. But And you were kind enough to give me not one, but two personal tours. <laughs> and I don't mean to to be off color, but the women especially, not really probably the men, but they want to know, does the place have any bathrooms? Will you oh, explain we've that? We've got plenty of bathrooms. That was uh that was one of uh one of the things that I was adamant about. We needed plenty of uh plenty of stalls for the ladies. There's nothing worse than waiting in a line. And uh and they're beautiful. They're big, there's room to move around. And uh, very clean. Uh, Those bathrooms are gigantic. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonder, and both yeah. the men and women. The men's too. We didn't want to cheat the men. Uh, but uh, that was know, a not a bargaining. You bathroom. weren't going to bargain on nope, uh, slacking no, off important. on. Yeah, uh, that was important to you. Yeah. And your husband said, uh, if you want it, that's what we're going to do. Yep. He did. Oh, my. Oh, my. How, He's good like that. He does that for me a lot. <laughs> he, this man bent over backwards, it seems, to let his, the love of his life get her dream place put on earth. And I take it, I, I don't really know what to say. You're the first person I've really seen in this area that has taken it to this grandiose uh, of, of a position. I don't know of any place that I can even say is a close second to this. There are none, right? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty spectacular. It's uh yeah, it is. It is pretty spectacular. It's definitely upscale honky tonk. <laughs> All right. Now people, if they want to come to see Lori's Roadhouse, from all over the country. How about the hotels? There are plenty of them in the area, right? Yeah, yeah. We're in a we're in a great location. There, um, gosh, at least eight or ten very nice hotels within five or ten minutes of the roadhouse, and uh, it's really easy to get to. Also, because uh, we're centrally located, you can get off of uh, I seventy five, I two seventy five. State Route 129. So there's lots of lots of ways to get in and out without getting stuck in traffic. Right. So. It's not hi hidden out in God's country. You can <laughs> come in off of I-75, for example, and you're going to be right there in yep. five, seven minutes. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is a lady that has a fantasy love story slash I can't find anywhere to dance story to tell, except for the dancing has now been corrected. And I am going to tell you, Lori, uh, what are you going to do on the opening? Are you going to run the place as an administrator, or are you going to be out there dancing the whole night? No, I I am just, I am, I am the name. Um, Tyler is is running it. He's got a great team. We have a wonderful leadership team putting it together. We've hired a great staff. So I'll uh, I'll help them out in any way they need me to. But other than that, I'll probably be out on the dance floor. 
Uh, I mean, now you're approachable. If somebody says, we just came up here from Nashville, you don't know us, but may we shake your hand? May we meet you? Uh, you're approachable. You wouldn't be oh, upset if somebody talk did to it. Anybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. I want to meet everybody. Absolutely. So if yeah, you so want to meet see me Lori, there, come up and say hi. Right. You have no problem with guests coming up and saying, is that Lori? Is that Lori? <laughs> Why, yes, it is. And then they come up. They're not going to be bothering you if they come up and say hello. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, All right. Now, how about employees? Are you hiring? We are hiring. Yeah. Yeah. And they gave me, uh, they gave me an email work at lrhlive.com. If you want to work for Lori's Roadhouse, which is, and I want you to correct me if this is not correct. I believe I read it in a newspaper press article. It is expected that Lori's Roadhouse is going to be ranked in the top 10% of similar venues, meaning venues that'll hold 2,000 or 2,500 nationwide. You'll be in the top 10%. Is that true? Oh, I think for sure. I I haven't, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see an article that said that, but I have no doubt that that's going to happen. It's, Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing place. My, oh my. Life is good, would you say? Life is very good. Yes, it is. I'm very blessed. Oh, isn't that the truth? Do you wear cowboy boots? Oh, yeah. Do you do the line dancing? Well, I try. <laughs> I, like, I like any kind of dancing. Um, I've always mostly done the, the partner dancing, but I, I'm trying to learn the line dances. As a matter of fact, we're going to have lessons on Tuesday nights. Oh, you're going to bring a teacher in. I'm going to bring a teacher in. All right, we're actually going to do. Uh, we're going to do lots of dancing on Monday nights. We're going to have uh, an instructor teaching East Coast Swing, which is the first thing I ever learned. It's an easy dance to learn, and we're setting it up so that you don't have to have a partner. If you are a single person and you want to learn to dance, come on out, and uh, we'll teach you. No partner necessary. You can and come then, by yourself and you come by yourself. male or That's female. How I did it. Yeah, male or female, if you're solo, you're welcome. You're welcome. And the way we do it is you just sort of rotate through whoever's there. So everybody dances with everybody else. And yeah. And then on uh, Tuesday nights, we're going to have a line dance instructor. So we'll do line dancing on Tuesday nights. I think that's absolutely marvelous. I don't know. The only time I could be more excited about this is if it were my money on the line. (laughs) And then I'd be a nervous wreck. So, you know, my heart couldn't take it. (laughs) <laughs> but to say, and, and I'm not going to get in into it, but let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen, L- Lori, it's going to be obvious to anybody that steps foot in that monstrosity of a club, which is so classy and so well done. You've got easily, easily over a million dollars in there. Much more than that. Uh, there's, there's a good bit in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I, we're not going to get into what it is. All yeah. right. Now, uh, booking. If you're a band, if you're a band, is the only band you're interested in a recording act out of Nashville? Or if there's a good local band, how do the locals and how do the pros get a hold of Lori's Roadhouse? Info at LRHlive.com. Right. And on the website, it says that's for general 
general questions. Info at lrhlive.com. But then it says here, it says booking questions, booking at lrhlive.com. Would that be for the uh, the talent agents and managers and so forth? Right, yep, yep. See, you know, um, you know the website better than I do. Oh, I'm telling you, Lori, if it was my money <laughs> on the line. I told you I had a great team doing the behind-the-scenes work. <laughs> I'd have... I, you know, on the Citizens Band Radio, they call the ambulance the Band-Aid box, you know. <laughs> I'd have the Band-Aid box standing by if it was my money on the line because, <laughs> oh, I'd be there just, I I would be at a loss because I've traveled the whole country. And I was telling you years ago on terrestrial radio, not on the podcast, we had a group from Ohio. They were called McGuffey Lane. Uh, you may have heard of them years ago ago, but they were telling me that on their tour, they played this place out in, I think it was Texas. And it was so gigantic. It had a live, not a a video game, live rodeo with live animals, live horses, live cowboys, a rodeo in this club. And I told you that, oh, I've already been there. I know all about it. (laughs) What, What were they talking about? Uh, the stockyards in Fort Worth. Is that still open or you don't know? It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great area to go visit. So you have been to honky tonks and good clubs nationwide. I have. Yeah. And your husband shares that same inquisitiveness. He likes to see what the others are doing too. Right. Yeah. Well, we just love to go out and find good music and good entertainment. Oh my, oh my. We have five minutes to go. Is this your first hour long interview you've ever done? Uh, I, I think this is my first any kind of interview I've ever done. <laughs> and you were nervous as can be. Did Rick? Did Rick hold your hand and guide you through it? Okay, you did. You made it. You made it pretty painless. All right. Did I promise you I would do that from the beginning? You did. Yes, you did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lori's Roadhouse is located in Greater Cincinnati, Ohio. It is the only Lori's Roadhouse in the United. States of America. Go up to Google, put in there L-O-R-I apostrophe S or forget the apostrophe, just L-O-R-I-S Roadhouse and it's going to come up. You're going to go to all this social media and beside Facebook, I'm assuming, Lori, you have other social media. Is that true? We do. We do have Instagram and Twitter and you can find us in our... We sort of have uh, two two brands going. There's the Lori's Roadhouse uh, that we sort of associate with the bar and restaurant. And then there's LRH Live, which is like our um, our website. LRH Cincinnati, which is more of our uh, big music venue. Right. It's all in one place, but uh, sort of they each have their own brand. So you can look us up by Lori's Roadhouse or LRH Cincinnati. That is just an amazing story. I am so happy for you, Lori. I don't know how. Uh, I think like we spoke of earlier, it's part love story, obviously, and it's part Mm -hmm. 
problem solving, <laughs> all all combined in the same beautiful tale. And it's yep. just a great, I don't know how too many people are going to get in front of a microphone and mm-hmm. tell a story similar to this. I've heard of Mickey Gillies out there. That was what? That was on the motion picture Urban Cowboy, Urban right? Urban Cowboy, I think, yeah. Yes, I saw pictures of Mickey Gillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, are they still going or did they shut down? I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's still going. I'm pretty sure it's still going. All righty. But, you know, you were were saying it's part uh, love story, part problem solving, and it's also part just all the right pieces coming together at the right time. Uh, Weren't you a nervous wreck when your husband said, I'm going to build this? Or did you just have faith? They say that building a house Forget about a commercial establishment. That's even worse. They say that house building on these custom builders that are building these half a million and up homes, they say that's one of the most nerve-wracking things that you can do. Weren't you worried about this or that not being right and you had to watch that they didn't screw up here and didn't screw up there? Or did you just trust your husband? I trusted him. I have faith in him. He's uh, he's one of these guys that when he puts his mind to something, he's going to do it. He's going to do it right. And it's going to be a success. So, and yeah, he I literally, I saw him in there one day when you gave me the tour. The man reads, he, there was an architect that laid it out, and your husband's in there reading the blueprints. Oh, yeah. He is. Oh, my. Totally mama. involved in every aspect of, of building that place. Wow. Okay. Bands, if they want to get a hold of you, booking at lrhlive.com, Nashville agents that represent people that are name acts, get a hold, booking at lrhlive.com. I don't know how you are going to get a similar venue that holds that amount of people that is better laid out, that is more beautiful, that is just spick and span brand new. You even have the VIP areas. Now, what's that about? That's for for, uh, special guests? Well, that's for anyone that wants to come in. They can rent a private area a little out of the way, so they've got plenty of room, and uh, they'll have their own server that takes good care of them. They can get bottle service. So just a little extra something for someone that wants a special experience. It's like, for example, not totally like it, but it's like going to the ball game downtown to watch the Cincinnati Reds and you go up to that VIP section up there. Uh, yep, right? yep, it's exactly. similar to that. It's similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, our hour is done. Lori, I don't care how many interviews you've done. You are the star of a place which is called, well, it is named after you. The rest of your life, you're going to remember the next few days when this club opens. By the time they hear this show, the public hears this show, your club will have been open for Saturday, Sunday. Is it going to be open Sunday or no? Yep. We'll be open Sunday. Okay, Saturday, uh, Sunday, well, Monday. Well, you know what? I say that. I'm pretty sure. It's up in the air at this time. It's up in the air. We're, it's up uh, to your manager, your, still, uh, your yep. general manager. Yep. I'll have to talk. Uh, I'll have to confirm with uh, with my management team. <laughs> you go in there. You speak softly, but carry a big stick. Is that it? You threaten them. If you want it open <laughs> on Sunday, it'll be open on Sunday. Is that no, the way no. it is? I trust. I trust. Uh, what they uh, 
their plan for us. All right. That's right. (laughs) All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, Lori, the proprietor, the lady who is named after her establishment, Lori's Roadhouse, is our guest today. Go Google Lori's Roadhouse. Take a look at this spectacular venue that they have put together. And, uh, you know, I forgot to tell the artists coming in out of Nashville, there are a lot of clubs, Lori. They don't even have dressing rooms for the talent. And your husband even included that. Oh, yeah. We've got a really nice green room for the bands. Absolutely speaking. It is wonderful. Anything else for the people worldwide that are listening, speak your mind about what you would like everybody to know about Lori's Roadhouse and just about life in general as you're experiencing it right now which is a fantasy by the way it's it's hardly (laughs) it's hardly anything the average person Uh, does oh just come check us out you'll be amazed and you'll have a fabulous time and we can't wait to to entertain you absolutely ladies and gentlemen i want to thank Lori from Lori's roadhouse please get up on your computer on your phone check out her facebook page Lori's roadhouse look at this spectacular club go to her website lrh live lrh of course Lori's roadhouse lrh live.com that's the website if you have general questions about the club in general you go info at lrhlive.com that's for anybody that has a question if you want to work you want to secure a job become part of the team do you know off the top of your head Lori, how many employees you're even going to have or is that up in the air that's up in the air uh, but I'm imagining we're going to have somewhere around 60. Okay. All right. If you want to join the team, you want employment, work at lrhlive.com. If you're a professional booker or if you're a local band that's good and you would like to come and play for the audience at lrhlive.com or Lori's Roadhouse. It's booking at lrhlive.com. There we go. All right, everybody, what a tale to tell. Thank you once again for Lori. What an amazing story. Lori, let's just take a walk over here to the wishing well, if you don't mind. Now, you know what they say. If you put a penny into the wishing well, you're supposed to keep it to yourself as to what you're wishing. But in my wishing well, it works in reverse. We put it in. It works better if I tell everybody what I'm doing. And I just threw a penny in the wishing well, wishing Lori's Roadhouse nothing but the finest of success. And Lori, here's your penny. Throw it in. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a wonderful interview. Her first interview for the media. This is Rick Flynn. It's been fun, but I've got to run. On behalf of myself and our very special guest, the proprietor, the namesake of Lori's Roadhouse. That is in southwestern Ohio, greater Cincinnati. What a marvelous place. Come out, see it, join everybody that's going to be lined up waiting to get in. A spectacular venue. One of the top 10% in the United States of venues that size. I am so excited. Thank you for being with us, everyone, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. 
The preceding was a Rick Flynn production. This is your announcer, Chantal Marie speaking.